Hello, Namaste. Welcome to Podlegalis Presents Hello. for Talks Season 3. Here we get into conversation with practicing advocates and industry leaders and to present their point of view on various social, legal, economic and technological affairs. Today we have advocate Abhir Ghosh with us. He's a practicing advocate at Calcutta High Court, Death Recovery Tribunal and NCLT at Calcutta. He handles matters mostly relating to contractual laws, banking laws, bankruptcy code, companies act, testamentary, administrative laws, and writ petitions. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So, sir, my first question is, startups and unicorns have been the buzzword for a couple of years now. And it is needless to say that this decade has clearly been the decade for startups. All around the globe, we have seen a rise as well as the fall of various startups. Some same as a story for India as well. Before diving into how India evolved as a hub for startups, um, my first question is, uh, should we first discuss what a startup actually is? See, uh, the word startup may be very new for uh, people in India. because But... Uh, Previously, uh, when my father was starting out or your parents were starting out, whatever, uh, they had something called the ventures. Previously, uh, venture was the word for uh, joint ventures and ventures were the word for uh, in place of startups. Now we call it startup because uh, people in the European market and the USA market uh, call it a startup. So anyway, yeah, so startups are basically uh, new companies with usually original ideas. But uh, one thing uh, very important to mention here is that startups, usually people think that it's a solution to a problem uh, only. It has to be a very unique solution to a unique problem, but it's not that alone. I think startups are also about uh, repeat customers. Uh, more uh, for a startup to be really successful for a company, uh, a newbie, a new company solving problems, whatever the problem may be, uh, uh, must have must have the ability to uh, keep going. There must be repeated demands for the same thing over and over again. That makes a startup. So it's not just a one-time solution. Uh, that doesn't make a startup. It, it does, the startup doesn't work that way. So, yeah. So, to summarize this, startup is basically uh, an attempt to solve problem which is in demand constantly. Yes, yes usually. That, that, that's how the demand part is actually something which keeps the startup going. Otherwise, the startup will never become, you know, series A funding, series B funding. That startup will never grow. So previously, I, we have seen uh, the, for the first time, we actually heard about the rumor, the, not the rumor, I think the buzz around the startups came with uh, Paytm. Uh, and then came Baiju's also. I think those two startups were now are now uh, unicorns, obviously. So back then, uh, at least two, three, four years back, when these two, pe- when these two startups were actually uh, taking up space, picking up space, um then we realized okay there is something called startups and i think people are going to invest more and our uh, thankfully uh, our government has been very proactive regarding this um we'll talk about it uh, i think uh, sometime later sure uh, so my next question is uh, the startup growth in india was something that was gradual in nature 
So why did India become such a sustainable environment for startups to thrive in? So yeah, the question is uh, here now only, I think. Um, so startups for startups, for example, India has always uh, have had always the potential of being the startup hub. All right, because there are way too many people with way too many complex uh, complex uh, issues and difficulties, and we need a lot of startups even now. So it's just the beginning, and uh, people uh, India was also a startup where back then when software companies were started to like started to build up. You know, now obviously those startups are now huge corporations. So yeah, so it, it, it the sustainable gov- the governance of this country. and the trust of people on the government in the startup arena that whatever happens this government is pro startups and especially the uh, with the msme act i think the msme act many people are not taking uh, enough uh, you know um, the favors of msme i think uh, medium small and uh, micro medium and small enterprises uh, act is made for startups i think there is a lot of tax cuts available under msme act i think those companies who are uh, having less amount of funding right now or less amount of infrastructure they should be enrolled with msme that will help them in a lot of uh, areas like getting loans uh, and i think uh, also another factor is that uh, they will get tax cuts also if they earn money they will ha- they will have a greater chance of uh, saving a lot of money in taxes so i think initially they should be getting into msme and this entire uh, prospect of startups i think uh, has grown many fold in the past two years like 2019 and 2020 was obviously a boomerang uh, nobody thought that under such economic duress Uh, startups can become such a huge thing but that is exactly what has happened and i believe that uh, has everything to do with how the government has proactively taken steps to ease pe- the ease of business that the gov- that the government keeps on saying i think they are actually doing it the ease of business is here and it is here to stay and i think uh, this is 2021 right i think by 2028 startups there will be hundreds of startups in india and uh, and obviously uh, we are hope we all are hoping that there will be a lot of unicorns not just paytm and uh, byju's but there will be hundreds of unicorns as well that has a lot of economic impact on this country i think that i think we are going to outdo our 5 trillion dollar economy uh, project that the government has given i think we will outdo that if we keep on uh, going at this rate and now that we know that startups have the potential to outdo the economy and help us uh, help the country uh, grow collectively my next question mm-hmm. is uh, what are the legal considerations that a person should analyze and delve into before venturing their own startups before i should say that uh, how what they should be doing i can tell you what many people are not doing although some people are doing some startups who are really pre even at the pre seed uh, uh, funding condi- uh, uh, situ- what is what is it called pre seed funding um, uh, position uh, whatever level right pre seed condition level i think what they are doing is um, they are investing 
some sum of money, like whatever they have, if, the, if it is a bootstrap company, what they're uh, doing is they're investing some sort, of, some sort of money for employees. Whatever they are trying to employ, they don't want uh, them to go into a legal tussle before they actually go and become a company. So they are trying to protect themselves against the uh, freelancers, against the employees that they are hiring immediately just before going for a pre-seed funding right and uh, there are a lot of other considerations for example if there are co-founders there is something called co-founders agreement so i think that is very essential nowadays because we see no matter how well you know a person you think you know a person but i think see it's just business company will company has nothing to do with personal things personal many people make it personal but that's not how a company should be run a company should not be run with emotions a company should uh, passion is something else but emotions that's uh, i think uh, it, being emotional is not a, a good way to do a business i believe so what i would suggest is to get a co-founders agreement to get a, uh, for example if many companies are uh, de- uh, requiring tech companies uh, tech or uh, software companies to make them a uh, platform right so that's uh, that's basically asking somebody else to do your job which obviously you know not everybody is equipped with uh, software engineers so uh, that when you're going for a vendor when you're going for a vendor to do a particular thing even if it is for a web, making a website i think there should be a vendor agreement okay so uh, so defining these uh, aspects and also you if you don't have your legal side uh, bulletproof what happens is people will take you for a ride and if they will and it's not it's it's just normal natural even if even if some even if you have a claim which uh, means a lot to you you may think that oh my god i'm cheated but you can't do anything other than a criminal proceeding which is something of a different nature but i'm talking about civil right so in civil or corporate you need to have your side of the contracts bulletproof is all i'm saying so there are many other types of contracts depending on the type of uh, uh, startup uh, if it is a software company then also they require vendors for certain other aspects uh, in that case they also should be having vendor agreement see making an agreement is not the problem it is that the, the many many times uh, these ceos who do not belong uh, from the legal background or they are just simply not interested they're not interested in the legal side there are tech companies uh, i know personally they were not uh, eager to make uh, or pay money rather for legal documentation uh, that i think was a major loophole and later on after i uh, suggested them to have documents uh, and make people uh, sign up for those documents after they suffered they came back to me saying that you were right Uh, we should have gotten you know uh, our our sides of the uh, uh, story bulletproof and then i said i told you i told you so <laughs> so so that's the thing talking about technological uh, technology startups uh, they have been a rage among indian job seekers in the recent years primarily for the flexible work uh, working culture and lack of hierarchies but they also involved uh, several legal issues and considerations Uh, so my question is what are these legal issues and uh, considerations pertaining to this new zone of startup culture um see a company a software engineer need not always be supervised 
uh, understandably, but they can be under certain platforms. It is available. Uh, I learned this from a software company that you know they can literally track everybody, whatever they're working, whenever they are working on their computers, it can be tracked by this particular platform. Anyway, so I think see a lack of legal documents is something, and a lack of legal uh, what should I say? Uh, uh, a lack of legal. Uh, uh, I'm I'm losing words now. Um, what is it called? I, remember. I think I'll have to re- redo this particular question. I don't know. Uh, I was trying. We have to edit this part. I'm sorry. Um, legal form. Um, policy making. Okay, sorry. I keep forgetting. Yeah. So I uh, can we start the? Can we? Can I start the answer? You don't have to repeat the question anymore. I don't think. Yeah. so a company uh, can have uh, less legal hierarchies like the uh, software engineer need not always be supervised although that can be done but i think uh, in a in a lack of a legal policy for a company i think that's the main issue uh, people think that legal issues won't, they won't face legal issues they won't be having any difficulties but i have seen with my personal experience that people do face a lot of difficulties uh with their employees especially i think uh as i said i think that uh, people uh, these companies these tech companies should have a employer employee relationship agreement where everything is every particular clause should be uh, made uh, uh, anew in its entirety it cannot be like copy pasted from uh, the contracts that we see online the draft Uh, legal that is that that goes on in the on the internet. Those are see those are all straight formula jacket uh, clauses that you can just copy paste it, but that won't work under certain circumstances. So yeah, that uh, one incident I would like to say is that uh, with a particular client of mine, I uh, happened is that uh, somebody left uh, the company uh, while working, and uh, basically he was benched. for two weeks uh, because of lack of performance now later it was found out that this company this person uh, of uh, gave the resignation letter and uh, the founder found out that uh, this person uh, along with another person of this company two software engineers they are leaving at the same time suspicious activity i can see that and these two left the company uh, citing that they are having difficulties that they are already hired by some other company some in somewhere else nevertheless so uh, so they left and they made another company they uh, incorporated another company which is a software company and they are perhaps trying to poach the customers they are perhaps trying to poach the customers of the original company that they were working at my clients and uh, they were also perhaps Uh, apparently allegedly trying to uh, uh, take away the ip uh, intellectual property certain intellectual property uh, this software that was made by while uh, made by them but while working at the company so uh, can they really do it legally no but uh, they are software engineers they perhaps can you never know they can so that's how that's how difficult it is with uh, software companies uh software companies are earning more i i hope and if they do 
if they're well off then they should uh, take uh, making contracts bulletproof because every contract is it is a is a living is a living being is basically meeting of the two minds and has to be made fresh every contract is fresh and every contract has its own journey and i think um, i think people should recognize that it's uh, the, i know a particular uh, company which is edtech basically they had uh, they made a particular business associate of themselves like they have like uh, they've hired made him or her whatever uh, to write contracts now obviously a business uh, associate uh, will not have enough knowledge about law to write legal documents that is a given uh, it takes years to understand how a contract works and it takes years to understand the entire uh, arena so that's the thing you can't just make do legal uh, so for example insurance policies are so cryptic and so difficult to understand because only some people can understand not all it's meant for some people to understand it's just that's how it's made uh, so so i think tech corporations having enough money or even they they are going for funding they should think about their legal side as well i think so just to add to this uh, i read uh, yeah. recently that delhi high court refused to grant injunction in a similar situation where an employee left the company and they were poaching the clients so i think you are uh, you rightly pointed out that it is important to have a bulletproof contractual obligations and a freshly uh, made contract and um, yeah to have a proper legal policy in a uh, organization um there are other uh, factors also you know i think uh, many people miss out just by making a contract won't do if in case you are trying to uh, pin somebody with a civil contract there are aspects of the indian stamp act also or the indian registration act also so there are various other aspects other laws acts which come into play when you make a civil contract like a contract right because sometimes it goes valid sometimes it goes invalid sometimes it is taking cognizance of sometimes it's not so all of those things all those parameters are highly important uh, while uh, uh judging whether they should whether a company should or should not make a contract or with whom they should make contract or how much importance should they put uh, in a particular contract whether it be a vendor whether it be a employee whether it be a freelancer whatever it is you answered this question initially in uh, in very brief but just to take the conversation in that direction i'll repeat the question Do you think that COVID nineteen pandemic uh, had a toll on the growth and development of startups in India? Yes, actually, uh, many people realize that bank interests won't uh, won't be sufficient. Uh, I think we are moving towards a society as a whole, as a collection of people in, in India. I'm saying I'm talking about India. So we are moving towards a society where. people would rather have more money than be subsidized so uh, that's i think a major shift in the mindset of people our grandfathers or our fathers or uh, our uncles had a different approach 
not all i'm not saying everybody from every part of the country had the similar approach obviously not um, but uh, usually as a whole as a collection of people i'm saying but now people are more interested in investing their money either in stocks or in some venture and working hard to get more amount of money i think that that just uh, happened uh, that just uh, grew 5 10 times during this covid 19 pandemic when pe- everything stopped there were certain uh, startups which never thought that it would make so much of money made a lot of money uh, mobiquick made a uh, like uh, i think uh, got a got funding uh, there were several startups which got funding uh, several other logistics startups which got funding the hundreds of startups getting funding from outside from indian entrepreneurs as well um, so i think yeah covid 19 has changed the way people uh, invested money i think that's how uh, startups started growing people understood that yeah people and also another thing is that everybody is in home right and these are all see these are all societal um, uh, questions literally really uh, anything that happens happens because of the entire population ga- gaining a force towards a particular thought process so people are in general at home um, some do have money uh, despite the otherwise otherwise picture so and those who do have money they want to spend they want to make their home better so in that way if we think about if we think about micro uh, startups micro startups i mean people uh, going on instagram creating a new page uh, and selling reselling uh, or manufacturing even uh, let's say reselling of crockery or uh, um, these handmade jewelry all of these things they people now want to make their home better because they are all already stuck at the home all the time 24/7 so now they want to change things they want to buy new things provided they have money and i do i think they some people do and when they do they are in, they're, they're buying more people are investing more in selling those things so that has increased all these things are uh, correlated in my opinion uh, so that's that's why it, uh, it, covid 19 pandemic in fact helped gaining the momentum for startups like you said uh, just to put few examples whatsapp instagram zomato uber all were founded during the period of recession uh, in early 2008 9 10 so uh, even though you said um, can we say that one good thing about this whole pandemic situation could also be that it has given uh, an entrepreneur just the right ideas to start the next big thing uh there is this particular company uh we i actually uh, loved what the what the ceo said i don't remember the person i just remember the face anyway so the, that person is basically uh not a not even a graduate and in fact five or seven of the members in that particular company i don't remember the company name uh, right now i can't recall uh, so the five five or seven of the core members are not even graduates you know so when, before the recession they didn't know that they would make so much of money they people would go by them without recognizing them now uh, this covid and pandemic has has given them uh, 
you know that i think in itself is democracy um the uh, ease of business has changed uh, our indian democracy to the best way possible i think it is given uh, everyday people to come up with an idea start a venture and get funding and continue doing something with passion i think that's the very idea of democracy nauzu said and i quote the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step so uh, on this note what are your suggestions as an advocate for the young minds who wants to start their, who want to start their own ventures uh not that i have my own venture but i can tell you the summation of many successful ceos uh, do not wait you can quote me on that just do not wait for anybody nobody is no messiah is coming for you nobody is going to pay off your student uh, loan nobody is going to pay off your father's debts nobody is coming to help you 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 will have to help yourself and it's not about the educational qualification either you you need not be an iit uh graduate you need not be an iim graduate you can have an original idea and have a basic understanding of business have trusting associates and you can still uh, make a lot of difference to people and and the biggest thing is you should have the mentality to serve people that's the idea you cannot entrepreneurs some entrepreneurs i'm not saying all i uh, have this very idea that i will make this much profit that that much growth this that all those all those at the end of the day doesn't matter unless you are helping people that's the key you should help somebody your idea should help somebody or something to happen then only your idea will be fructified and obviously you need to work hard for whatever you're going to do so all the best to whoever is listening And lastly, uh, with the emerging startup culture, what kind of skills and knowledge should the budding lawyers and young law students like me try to learn and adapt to match with the changing times? See, NLU, uh, National Law University students are already off the mark, like like fifty not out. You know, in terms of cricket, like you, uh, the, these people. these uh, young lawyers are already trained well they are they already have good language skills but let's talk about those who do not get that you know there are hundreds and thousands of lawyers in india who do not get that opportunity i think there are some uh, legal uh, startups who are doing very good in trying to provide them with the best possible guidance and all so there are many things that they can do i think uh, the command over language is one thing uh but they need to understand that it's not, they don't have to write shakespearean language they need to write um write to impress not do not write to impress try to express through your documents to through whatever uh, petitions you draft through uh, whatever you are drafting legally whatever even if it's a letter uh, legal letters so whatever it is that don't try to impress anybody nobody is going to impress with the language understanding understanding and having a command over language is fine but many lawyers what they do is after one or two years of practice with a senior lawyer they tend to think that they know a lot of things but they don't uh, so i think being grounded is one of the main things and number two is 
young lawyers also should understand if they do not belong from uh, nlus i'm saying apart from nlu uh, students uh, they need to understand that they perhaps do not know that much to get a stipend in the first place and this is coming from a person who would i would rather give somebody a stipend if somebody is working working for me i would give but i didn't receive when i was young why i didn't receive and why i learned more because of not receiving money is because i went up i woke up every day at 7 i went to court by 8 39 when nobody was there in the compound i started working and i kept doing the litigations and then came back to my chamber uh, to my seniors chamber and came back 15 my uh, 15 kilometers away from my house which is 15 kilometers away from my house i came i used to come back by 12:30 one o'clock wearing the same clothes that i wore at the at the start of the uh, morning that struggle is not just physical not just mental i think it's a journey and once you are once you cover that journey it's no longer about money once you understand various things like you see a particular situation you don't even have to remember all the uh, all the clauses you don't even have to remember all the sections it's law is not about remembering everything law is about understanding where the law is if you if you listen to a particular scenario of a particular friend which has come to you who, who doesn't have money to pay you, but you do genuinely want to help that person how do you help that person you don't have to remember all the sections you do have to understand legally and logically because most of the laws that are created law which are uh, still in practice most of the, these laws are based on logic so first try to deduce with logic and then go with the uh, flow and understand where the law is which which act should i go for where it could be so you have to then don't google everything that's the main thing go for books if you don't have the money to buy books you can ask for my help if you don't have money to buy books you can uh, go to your seniors chamber and wait and see the read those books maybe that will help don't google everything that, that's the main thing so honestly i agree books are one uh, to certain extent our best friends however the era is technology based and a lot of my yeah. contemporary law students people i know are uh, relying on internet and including me and we have a tendency to google things and find quick solutions it's, fa- it's it it's it's faster but uh, my seniors uh, were very we used to get very angry i had the opportunity uh, the fortune of working with people who learned it the hard way learned it the learned it from masters actually from barristers of calcutta high court and they had their that their own traditional ways you know if you have a problem learn this try to figure out the logic behind what you are trying to frame you know even going before bef- going to google before going for google googling you need for you need to first understand uh what the matter is all about and then you have to like it's a pyramid it's it's like a pyramid and the thought process like a lot of a lot of uh, facts then you have to slowly cut down deduce cut down and come to a particular solution like maybe this could be that and then you try to find it out ideally i would suggest to go for books but yeah if you are having a time crunch go for google man no problem 
thank you so much sir, for your insightful thoughts it was lovely having you today and to our listeners we'll be back with another episode till then stay safe try to stay at home and stay happy